Welcome to Sustainability from Within with your host, Civelli Salviato. If you've ever asked yourself questions about how to bring about real change in your world and the world of those around you, you're going to love what we have in store for you today and every week. You can empower yourself to be that change agent. Now, here is Civelli Salviato. Hey, hello, this is Sibeli Salviato for a new episode of Sustainability from Within. And today, from, from you know, farther lands, we have a very special guest. His name is Roberto Cardoso. Dr. Roberto is a um, um, medical doctor, a physician uh, that has been meditating for more, for almost 40 years, actually, more than 30 years, I would say. And um, he's now, you know, lecturing and, and, and bringing meditation to his medical practices. And, and he's going to teach us how, you know, what meditation is and how we can use meditation for the many benef- benefits that it will bring in our lives. So, welcome, Dr. Roberto. How are you? Hi, Sibeli. It's very nice to be here. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for your openness and availability to be with us. That's wonderful to me, too. Okay. So, Dr. I will call you Dr. Roberto because you were a Dr. Roberto. So, um, <laughs> I would like to know if you want to introduce yourself. Who, who are you and how did you get involved with meditation? Okay, I'm a doctor, like you have said, and I started the meditation about 38 years ago. It was initially like a hobby, but... After more than 20 years meditating, I arrived to, to live in Sao Paulo at the Federal University of Sao Paulo, and they asked me to, to bring my knowledge, my expertise in meditation, from meditation, to the academic, um, the academic way, and so I'm doing it since now, since when? Mm-hmm. It's about 14, no, 15, 16 years. Wow, that's fantastic. With academic meditation. Fantastic. And, um, you know, because I know that meditation has many different connotations, uh, what are we talking about? What is meditation for you? Okay, I, I think that, uh, Sibeli, I think that you can talk about meditation uh, as a technique or as a state. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you talk about meditation as a state, that is the last thing you will say. Mm-hmm. Meditation. You will say meditation is a state. A state of consciousness, you mean? Yes, yes. You cannot say anything more about it. Mm-hmm. Since meditation leads to a state that is calling transcendent or beyond the mind, there is no way to talk about this that, that is beyond the mind. Mm-hmm. No word. No words can explain this state. But if you talk about meditation as a technique, then yes, you can talk a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, explain much uh, respect uh, and correct men distortions in some way. Because despite the, the growing in health-related areas, uh, these procedures uh, called meditation have been little or not at all defined operationally. And it we can say that it hinders its use in a standard manner. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to propose meditation like a subject of study. Then our efforts are to 
present meditation uh, like an, um, uh, a technique, technique clear, uh, defined, clear defined and easy to, to, to repeat, easy to reproduce. Mm-hmm. And as far as I understood, because I read your book and Dr. Cardoso has a book, um, yeah. you have been uh, practicing more than 60, you have practiced more than 60, 60, 60 types of meditation over, you know, studying more than 100 types of meditation. So, and then I think that you, what you're t- talking about is that from all those experiences, you define a basic technique, operational technique of meditation, right? Is that correct? Yes, yes. We have a uh we have we have a personal definition that try to try to be uh, to abroad all these techniques all these uh, propose propose from many traditions mm-hmm. and this definition proposed that a meditation some something uh, necessarily self-induced is a self-induced state and that it must have a technique a specific technique that should be clearly defined and there is two uh, two other aspects that are the, the major aspects. Uh, we can say the meditation has a, a focus mm-hmm. that we call anchor. Mm-hmm. It's a focus of the, some 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 groups call it the object of focus or anchor. Mm-hmm. And there is a state. There is a, 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 an attitude. We call this state of attitude of. Uh, logic relaxation. So, anchor and logic relaxation are the major aspects of meditation. Okay, so you say uh, anchor, like the objecti- objective or a focus, and the logic relaxation are, are basic for meditation. Right? Yes, logic relaxation is the state, the state. or the attitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and what is the operational definition of meditation then? So the meditations is, is exactly this. Uh, uh, to be characterized like a meditation, the procedure should encompass the uh, clear, uh, defined technique, which should be self-inducing and should have a focus and the, the logic relaxation. The focus is a, a, a kind of focus skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can be have an objective focus like your own breath like a, a point, a physical point, or like a sound, a repetition of a sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and the logic relaxation, oh, well, this is a bit more complex. Mm-hmm. Can I, I can try to explain to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's go. Uh, logic relaxation uh, is something that we could say um, about not too intense to analyzing, not mm-hmm. trying or not trying to explain the possible psychophysical effects, Mm -hmm. Uh, not to intend to judging, like good, bad, right, wrong, the possible psychophysical effects, Mm -hmm. and not to intend to creating any type of expectation regarding the process. But how is it possible? It's not possible for normal, a colored normal mind. Uh, the only way to do that is not to be involved in your own in your own stream of thoughts. Oh, the same worse, no? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so you should keep focus in your anchor, mm-hmm. and at the same time uh, keep a 
a little attention to eventual uh, involvement in the stream of thoughts. This is uh, the, the operational of meditation. So, um, what are you saying? And um, I'll repeat you because we are going to the our first break now. Um, <clears throat> but I'll, I'll repeat, and then we can come back in the next block with a little bit more explanation about it. But what you're saying is that we need to to have a focus. So meditation and compass the attitude of being. Uh, within a focus or it can be um, as you said uh, uh, um, breathing paying attention to breathing or maybe a mantra or any other part of the body and then maybe with a little bit of attention to what the what's going on in the mind right so that we are not analyzing or we are not judging or just uh, uh, be attentive to not be engaging in the thoughts that are coming is that correct Yes, and the focus should be a, a subjective focus also. A subjective focus. Yes, subjective focus, like the now, like the, the nothing, okay. like you know, something like it. So if I, for example, staring at a tree, uh, meditating with my eyes open, um, the focus is the tree, I'm just observing the tree, and this can be a focus, right? Yes, but never judging the tree. Never oh. judging the tree. Is it beautiful that 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 okay? <laughs> so, so we are going for our first break. I'm sorry that this first buckle was a little bit fast. We had some technical issues in the beginning, but we are going to come back to in two minutes, and um, we're going to explore that a little bit more. Okay, keep tuned. Okay. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com As a pathwork helper and a professional integral coach, Sibeli will help deepen your knowledge about yourself and support you in your journey toward self-acceptance and self-love. She does this by exploring and applying the teachings of the Pathwork Guide, a profound philosophy based on self-responsibility and truthfulness, and framing it into the broad and inspiring integral theory from Ken Wilber. Visit SibeliSalviato.com to find out more. Your first consultation is free of charge. That's SibeliSalviato.com. As a Pathwork helper and a professional integral coach, Sibeli will help deepen your knowledge about yourself and support you in your journey toward self-acceptance and self-love. She does this by exploring and applying the teachings of the Pathwork Guide, a profound philosophy based on self-responsibility and truthfulness, and framing it into the broad and inspiring integral theory from Ken Wilber. Visit SibeliSalviato.com to find out more. Your first consultation is free of charge. That's C-I-B-E-L-E-S-A-L-V-I-A-T-T-O dot com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Sustainability from Within with Sibeli Salviato. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, 
Sibeli can be reached at sibelisalviato at me.com. Now, back to sustainability from within. So we are back to sustainability from within with Dr. Roberto Cardoso. Dr. Roberto, as I said before, he's a medical, he's a physician, he's a medical doctor in Brazil. And he has a website that you can find some of his, um, his writings, some of his activities. The website is rdcardoso.wix.com. Um, Cardoso is C-A-R-D-O-S-O and Wix is W-Y-X. And um, the website is in Portuguese, but you're going to find some articles written in English, very worth, in, worth uh, what to reading because they really bring what Ms. Dr. Roberto is sharing with us, some of it at least. Okay. So, Dr. Roberto, you were talking about the operational definition of meditation before, which, the, just for me to repeat, is something that you know, you, you you sit with the intention to to meditate, and but it needs to encompass a focus. So you bring some kind of focus. It can be your breathing. It can be some subjective focus as well as something that I'm listening to around my my environment, or or it can be a part of my body. It can be the beats of my heart. Anything that brings my mind to a focus, and at the same time paying attention to when I lose this focus, right when. When I go, uh, when I travel together, when I drift off with my thoughts and I forget about the focus. So I think that this, this is the two things that encompass a meditation. Is that right? Yes, perfect. In a very basic view, meditation is a simple do it. Mm-hmm. That involves the anchor and the logic relaxation. Mm-hmm. Gradually well, exercise her capacity to mm-hmm. being focused in the anchor. I see. So it's very useful to hear you saying that because sometimes, you know, my, my students, my clients have difficulties in, medi- difficulties in meditating because they say, well, I cannot get rid of my thoughts. I think too much while I'm meditating. Am I meditating? You know, and I heard you saying that, well, if you're, if you're having your focus and you notice that you lose your focus and you come back to your focus, well, you are meditating. Is that correct? Yes, perfect. Uh, um, the, the, the very moment you perceive yourself involved in any kind of thoughts mm-hmm. or thoughts, you should immediately return to be focused in the anchor. Mm-hmm. Gently, uh, not fighting with your thoughts, only gently coming back to the anchor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you repeat this, you repeat this very many times, you should be trained. Mm-hmm about it yeah what you wrote in your book is that we should train for at least 30 days to test it in the you know some of the techniques uh, so that we can experiment so we can have a result uh, um, an experiment of doing that right and and maybe doing this every day right yes you should do you should meditate one or two uh, times a day Mm-hmm. And for about 15 or 20 minutes each time, each practice, mm-hmm. should be the, the best way to meditation, in our opinion. And what happened? What happened when somebody decided to follow those steps, find an anchor and sit for 15 minutes twice a day, every day? 
<laughs> Amazing things have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the first time is to receive an adequate technical instruction. But but when you you do that, uh, the first in the first and at, the, at most at the second meditation experience, you experience a pleasant feeling of relaxation. It's very common mm-hmm. uh, until the fourth or fifth practice. This level of relaxation is uh, often recognized as the most intense, intense you, you have ever known. Mm-hmm. At this point, uh, after each meditation experience comes a strong sense of inner peace. And about a third of the practitioners describe their perception as a spiritual experience or something like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the, few, the first few weeks, there is an improvement in your concentration, concentration ability. For example, when reading a book, it seems easy, easier to stay focused mm-hmm. and stay uh, focused for uh, a time. It's more longer. Mm-hmm. And after this first few weeks, uh, this the feeling of this inner pace begins tracking the meditation for uh, experience longer per- periods after practice. She, he starts to experience some periods of inner pace, uh, pay, peace after meditating. I see. And it begins to reduce your anxiety. Mm. Uh, life does not necessarily change outside you, but something seems to, seems to change inside you. Mm-hmm. After one or two months, uh, you can perceive a clear reduction in anxiety, but uh, and in situations that were very stressing for you before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you and said... You said that you get less triggered by things that happen, right? Maybe yes, you were... an excellent expression. Some facts that use it to use to bother you. Mm-hmm. It now seem to annoy you a little less. I see. I and see. even when angry, the feeling of annoyance begin to have a shorter duration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if it out of curiosity people should try it just to see what happens right if that's true <laughs> that we get less anxious and maybe respond less emotionally to the the triggers that life will bring us and um and also you said you know this this experience of relaxation and, and inner peace um it's um it sounds very appealing at least for me yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We talk about the transcendental, transcendental experience or the, the, the rise of the intuitive feel or something like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after five or six months, uh, this effect starts to get very clear mm-hmm. and everyone who lives with you, even not so close, begin to realize that something is different. Mm-hmm. They say something is different with this guy. Mm-hmm. From six to eight and from six to eight mouth to eight months, the chains are extremely very variable person to person, mm-hmm. um, because the chains meet the personal personalized demands. Mm-hmm. Quiet, uh, a person who is very passive become a little more assertive. Um, some guy who is too 
angry, too nervous. How can I say to? Yeah, too angry. Too angry because mm-hmm. from a little kind. Mm. So this is very interesting. You're saying that after six to eight months is on, and of course there's various uh, uh, there's various among people. Each one will have a different experience, but. What you were saying is that after six to eight months, you you would notice some change in your personality. So, if we are, if I am more introspective and calm, and maybe I'll I'll be more assertive. Uh, if I am angry and mad with everything, maybe I'll be more calm. Is that what you're saying? Yes, perfect. That's perfect. that's awesome. Yeah, it's so uh, it's it uh, deserves your personalized demands. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a personalized delivery for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, exactly the medicine that you need. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly what you need. And as you, you know, as you were a doctor, this is what you know um, attracts most uh, f- for me to talk to to people that come from a scientific background. Um, so, as a doctor, what are the effects that you notice uh, um, in the in the in the physical body of of the, your patients or, for, or with, with the people that you work with? There are many situations, many studies, have, many studies have investigated meditation for different conditions, mm-hmm. and there are some evidence that it reduces blood pressure and high blood pressure people. Uh, that should be good to reduce anxiety states. Mm-hmm. That should be good to to enhance immune function. Immune function, mm-hmm. uh, particularly among patients with cancer or, or AIDS. Mm-hmm. Uh, that should be a good intervention in case of stress, pain, depression, uh, chronic pain. And depression, mm-hmm. uh, um, and in fatigue, and to sleep disturbance. I mean, sleep and mood disturbance mm-hmm. should be a very, very welcome intervention too. Mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, you mentioned immunological system for a patient with cancer and AIDS. You said, mm-hmm. yeah, this is very very profound because you're talking about physiologically really physiological um, uh, outcomes from from this practice, huh? Yes, uh, all the chronic conditions should be uh, um, should should be very auxiliated, auxiliated by meditation by, by meditation mm-hmm. uh, and you can say this condition in the site of the NCC IIH, a National Center for Complementary Integrative Medicine. Mm-hmm. It's a, um, a center from NIH, from United States. Mm-hmm. And in this page, you can see many conditions that are very well studied, studied uh, using meditation. I and see. one of them, uh, only about six months beyond, is the immunologic systems is the better performance of immunologic system mm-hmm. in many situations, but includes uh, some viral conditions, some common viral conditions mm-hmm. that were less uh, less. Uh, how can I say menos sujeita ter gripes? The person is less. Um, um 
<laughs> Good. <laughs> I uh, forgot the I forgot the word Pro- propens or the, the person will not get the flu, for example, right? It's not not you so much. Yeah, I see. Not well, so I experienced that in myself. You know, it's very rare for me to get cold, for example. I do yeah. get, but very rarely. Yes, me too. All the meditation style is and all around it. It's a very very known condition of meditation, of chronic meditation practice. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That's beautiful. That's the, the science talk about meditation. That should be a very well indica- uh, indication mm-hmm. in, in many, many, many medical conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's hard to, to know a medical condition where meditation should not be welcome. Mm-hmm. Every medical condition, I, we can say that meditation should not be welcome. I think that some, one or two conditions should be a little more careful, like uh, very, very severe forms of depression. I see. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, only in the very severe forms, and the mild forms of depression meditation is a very welcome method. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in some psychotic states, some schizophrenic states, mm-hmm. their meditation should be quite dangerous. But mm-hmm. all the other medical conditions, almost all the other meditation should be welcome. Mm-hmm. So it's a very widely prescribed medicine um, for any kind of many many kinds of diseases and illness, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So, <clears throat> Doctor Cardozo, you've been meditating for a long time, right? Um, what will be uh, the the and, and, and you said about, I'm just wanting to bring it again, you, you mentioned some spiritual experience. However, when we start talking and when I read your book, you said, well, you know, this is a technique that is um, depicted from any philosophical or religious approach is a technique. It doesn't matter if you believe in God, if you are religious or not, if you abound, if you bound for any kind of philosophy. This is not about... Um, spirituality. This, this is about a technique that will drive you to have all these benefits that we are talking about. But okay. then you talk, and and then you add, well, and then an spiritual experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you talk about uh, that a little bit um, before our yes. break? Yes, of course. Uh, the spiritual discourse in meditation is something uh, paradoxical. Mm-hmm. The one hand, the final state of consciousness uh, that the meditation meditator will be achieved could indeed be described as a spiritual state. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if the spiritual is something transcendent, something beyond the mind, we cannot achieve with it with the mind. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the technique uh, seems to be the most important. Only the technique, technique will be able to lead someone to this state. Mm-hmm. If the structure is not a Buddha or not a Jesus, the only true gift he can offer is the technique. Mm-hmm. So, the, um, no, uh, no use talking a lot about the spiritual because, I don't use to, to, to talk about the spiritual because the mind is not able to achieve that. Mm-hmm. Not, not because it doesn't exist in meditation. But when talking about spiritual, we are usually talking about just a mental concept. I see. So, talking about spiritual, 
uh, is a waste of time. The technique is what matters most. Mm-hmm. Uh, because even the individual does not believe in any spiritual practice, it can be benefit, benefit, benefited by the technique. Mm-hmm. So, though my assertion may, be, may seem paradoxical, mm-hmm. uh, how to talk about spiritually? But of course, I can, I can talk you something like it. And uh, I think that the, the, there was a, a, a Hindu Gaish, called Ramana Maharis and wisdom, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that said that you cannot ask for help to the thief to care the thief himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this assumption is very insightful, and I think we can we can talk a little about it. Do you have some time in this in this part? Yes, we're going to talk more about it in the next block um, because we have like um, 30 seconds for our break. So just reframing for our audience to come back to the next block. So you're talking about this spirituality thing being a paradox into meditation because it's, as I, as I, if I understood, you said it's a mind concept. So if we talk about the spirituality, we are talking about a concept. And you don't need to to be any religious or spiritual to have this um, uh, aftermind, let's say, like that experience, right? Uh, it's a, a no-mind experience that you're talking about, and that's why it's exper- spiritual. Is that right? Yes, because uh, I've always seen people reading descriptions of meditation effects and trying to meditate, looking to picture them, and mm-hmm. these effects, these, these called spiritual effects, cannot be described. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, some, many people try to reproduce the effect, mm-hmm. which uh, you have heard, and this is an intense mental exercise, mental mm-hmm. exercise. But, there is uh, no sense. But not a meditation. But yes, it's not a meditation. Because okay. meditation, you should intend to not, to not judge. Okay, perfect. Perfect. This is perfect. And I think that we're going to explore that more in the next block. This is really beautiful. Um, so we're going to call the break. And next block, we're going to explore exactly that you're talking about, how meditation can be a spiritual experience, not a concept. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. As a pathwork helper and a professional integral coach, Sibeli will help deepen your knowledge about yourself and support you in your journey toward self-acceptance and self-love. She does this by exploring and applying the teachings of the Pathwork Guide, a profound philosophy based on self-responsibility and truthfulness, and framing it into the broad and inspiring integral theory from Ken Wilber. Visit SibeliSalviato.com to find out more. Your first consultation is free of charge. That's SibeliSalviato.com. As a pathwork helper and a professional integral coach, Sibeli will help deepen your knowledge about yourself and support you in your journey toward self-acceptance and self-love. She does this by exploring and applying the teachings of the Pathwork Guide, a profound philosophy based on self-responsibility and truthfulness, and framing it into the broad and inspiring integral theory from Ken Wilber. Visit SibeliSalviato.com to find out more. 
Your first consultation is free of charge. That's C-I-B-E-L-E-S-A-L-V-I-A-T-T-O dot com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Sustainability from Within with Sibeli Salviato. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email... Sibeli can be reached at Salviato at me.com. Now, back to Sustainability from Within. Hello, here we are back to Sustainability from Within with Dr. Roberto Cardozo today. He's talking about meditation. He had explored in last blocks um, what is the concept of operational meditation as a technique, not exactly as a state, because as he said, we don't talk about state of meditation. There is nothing to talk about because it's not nothing. It's not something that happens in the mind. Actually, is um, um, less. It, it's transcending the mind that is uh, the the beautiful thing about all of, all of that, and that's what we were talking before, right, Dr. Cardozo, about uh, how we don't need to have to wanting or long for a spiritual experience or abide by any religion to meditate. However, we might experience some experience, some spiritual transcendence. Can you talk a little bit about it? Yes, you can enhance your immunological state, mm-hmm. but you can't keep immune from the spiritual experience uh, expectation <laughs> in, in some moment after 10 or 20 or 30 years. Mm-hmm. But the difficulty, I think that the great difficulty is that the very meditative act is a contradiction in itself. Mm-hmm. How can you learn through the mind a technique that would silence the mind? Mm-hmm. Or I said, Hamana Maharis, how ask the chief to help to catch the chief himself? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine a scene like this? You come and say, your chief, please, could you help me to catch the chief? And to catch you. <laughs> yes, the guy says, of course, I can, come on. <laughs> so, how could be it possible? Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, how, how to do that? And this is the great trick that we are, uh, the, the dancer meditations have created. An idea of propose an, propose an impossible mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep the anchor. Trying to keep the anchor is, is an impossible mission mm-hmm. that, that drops out the logic. And mm-hmm. when you drop out the logic, you can experience the emptiness. And after the, the emptiness, you can experience the, the full fulfillment. 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 Thank you. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> after this encounter, this new awareness, so the meditation will begin to experience the really true peace. Mm-hmm. People will be happy, will be sad, will be afraid, will be filled of courage, will get rich, become poor. But these sense will not change. Mm-hmm. And the best metaphor for this was to be the, the, the wave, which realizes it is also the ocean. Mm-hmm. Everything happens, the wave, 
several shakes, days of greatness, days of emptiness, days, uh, but it says, it knows, it's not just a wave, but it's also, also the ocean itself. Mm-hmm. There is change, but the large and deep oceans remains almost unchanged. Mm-hmm. So space, in the surface, movements are very small in the, the relation to the totally. I see. So what you're saying, if I understood correctly, is that the, the paradox and the impossible, mission impossible that you're saying is that we, we are using the mind to transcend it, to, to get rid of it, let's say like that, right? So the focus and the technique of meditation is to use the mind to, to train the attention to a point that all of that is dropped, that the mind is dropped. And then, as I understood you were saying, then we enter in this, in this uh, emptiness, in this larger space where there is no mind. Is that correct? Perfect. And this I, is a, a sensational trick that the first meditation find. Mm-hmm. This te- technique that could be explained with mind, mm-hmm. understood with the mind, mm-hmm. applied by the mind, but when I would be able to produce to produce a state beyond the mind, mm-hmm. a soul change the mental activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we use the mind to go beyond the mind. That's that's what you're saying. And then you said, well, and then when you go beyond the mind, I know that we are explaining that with our minds. But you said, oh, you know, we find this emptiness, and then we find the fulfillment, and then we find the real inner peace. And what else? Oh, well, the, the, the wave perceives that it's also the ocean, and some, some great things start to happen, mm-hmm. because um, if you see the, the other's wave, you can see that you and the other waves, the other waves are the same. Mm-hmm. one, the waves say, since now. Mm-hmm. And so, this is love. It is the first time, the very first time the waves experienced love. Only when you experience love is only when you can experience the emptiness and this kind of fulfillment and this beyond the mind activity, the ordinary mind activity. Mm-hmm. This great knowledge is the great. Um, the, the, it's, it's the great uh, information of this century, I do think so. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is that when, I, when I'm able to tap into this emptiness and this fulfillment, when I am able uh, to, to shift my awareness uh, as being identified with being a wave, let's say like that, and I discover that suddenly I'm not only the wave, but I am the entire ocean, that is the, the real feeling of love because then I can look to other waves and say, oh, <laughs> we are all ocean and the illusion of separation is dismystified. Dis- is that what you're saying? Perfect. The, 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 the first moment you have ever experienced the real love mm-hmm. and if, if the other lady is suffering, mm-hmm. you, at the first moment you, you should really experience the compassion that you can't call by compassion. Mm-hmm. And when you are absolutely sure with your connection with the ocean, you have no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. you have the first real experience of faith. Mm -hmm. so, uh, all these experiences before this awareness are only social experience, are only concepts. Mm -hmm. It is really, really uh, real experience are beyond the concepts. Mm -hmm. And as I understood you saying um, before in our previous talking, and I'm sorry, I'm privileged that I have talked to you before. <laughs> 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 But um, it, it was so beautiful to listen to you saying that when we try to explain that emptiness and that fulfillment and that love and that experience of being a, a, an ocean, um, it's difficult because the experience may be the same for everyone, but everyone will have a way to explain it. So we drop back to the mind to try to explain that experience and that it loses a little bit its glamour because we are we're using our mind again to try to understand something, right? Yes, uh, some someone can say that meditated to uh, to experience the emptiness, and so you show you you come and meditate and trying to find the emptiness, mm -hmm. but it's not possible because you're trying it. It's your mind. Mm -hmm. It's not possible mm -hmm. to to reach this state with the mind. You should drop out the logic activity, and it's possible only with some kind of an exercise or eventually a kind of uh, experience that drop out for a while, for a very little higher, mm -hmm. your mind activity, your loss activity. So it's almost like a byproduct, right? Because you don't go and sit trying to find emptiness. You need to find the focus and coming back to the focus until a moment that you find emptiness because your mind is is gone because you go beyond your mind perfect perfect because uh, the the emptiness and the fulfillment are normal very normal and very physiologic uh, experience if i can say that physiologic mm -hmm. it's very uh, physiologic experience very normal very simple experience all you need to do is to drop out your logic activity mm -hmm. but out your logic activity everything is automatic You don't need no, no, nothing more than it. Only to drop out your logical activity. Mm -hmm. It seems easy, but it's not that easier, right? Because we need to, to, it requires some discipline. It requires that we try and that we do it every day or that we do it often. Yes, some people think that meditation is something like... Uh, impossible but it's not this state is something like impossible but this state um, in fact is not impossible it's something like unthinkable mm -hmm. to say that like unthinkable mm -hmm. it's hard to think about it it's impossible to think about it mm -hmm. but impossible to reach it that's Once awesome you drop out your logic logical activity yeah Uh, Indoga is used to say that the, 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 the mind is only a step on our, uh, in our evolution way. The mind is only a step in our evolution. Yes, one step. And so, this is not the center of the mind. Mm -hmm. The center was the center of the mind. Mm -hmm. We are in the center to understand that dropping the logical activity some while should be an excellent exercise for a new consonance. Mm -hmm. Because 
this is the center of the beyond mind experience. But this beyond mind experience, we can say this that is something like a quantic manifestation, quantic manifestation. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not uh, possible to be to be searched, to be to be a search of the quantic quantic manifestation. Mm -hmm. But it's it's possible to be achieved once you don't achieve anything more with your logic. Yeah, <laughs> which, which, you know, I, I, I imagine that we are starting this new era of beyond mind, of this new involvement uh, uh, in consciousness. But, you know, if I look to myself and I look to, to our society as a whole, we are very... Um, we hold too much to our minds as if we are our mind. It's a, sen a big sense of identity, right? So there is a, a sense of, there's a, a fear, you know, who am I if I drop my mind, you know? It, would that be something? So you need to be a little bit courageous as well to practice this, to, to experiment that and discover that you can be in this emptiness and this other level of consciousness beyond your mind and still here in your flesh, in your body, in your <laughs> alive, right? Yes, you're absolutely right uh, because uh, meditation uh, from some points uh, needs something that we should call trust. trust. You should trust. You can, you can, you can choose. Uh, you, So should trust in Jesus or in God or in or in Buddha. You can trust in the universe. You can trust in the universe, or you can trust. You can say only I trust. I don't know mm -hmm. in what I'm trusting, but I trust. Mm -hmm. so I can trust you. Yes, you can trust everything you want. Mm -hmm. And so, if you trust, if you trust everything, don't matter what are you trusting about. Mm -hmm. But if you trust. It it's okay to you. It, it will help you too much in a way, in your path. Mm -hmm. It's natural. Something natural. The fear is absolutely natural mm -hmm. because uh, the emptiness is, is something that it's, it's a very scary experience to the mind. Mm -hmm. It's normal to... To, to be scary. To, Be scared. It's very normal to be scared. Mm -hmm. Emptiness is a terrible experience to the mind. Mm -hmm. You should trust. You should trust something. Mm -hmm. Fantastic, Dr. Cardozo. Unfortunately, time flies, as I always say. Um, we could be talking for an hour more or even more because this is really very interesting. So I would like to thank you for your openness, for the wisdom that you were bringing here. You explained in a very logic language um, what sustainability from within is. <laughs> And for that, I, you know, I thank you forever. It was very beautiful. I hope that our audience... Um, You know, can start to practice and contact you, contact me to, to know a little bit more about that. Thank you very, very much. I'm sorry for my poor English, but I think that I could transmit a, a little, a very simple message that, med that the meditation is an exercise and the meditative state is a trick that springs from this exercise that okay. cannot be mentally produced or planet, but It's something like, like a quantum leap. Yes, perfect. Yes, perfect. 
exactly. Thank you very much. Um, I hope you guys out there have enjoyed that. If you have any doubt, please don't hesitate and contact us. And have a beautiful, beautiful week. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainability from Within. Please join your host, Savelli Salviato, next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until the next program, have an amazing week filled with the life you want to lead.